The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hashtag no music, no intro. I would say after today, this request makes a lot of sense. Ryan, I I I, I gotta hear it. I got I gotta hear it. It's been it's been it's been a while, bruh. Like I I need to hear one. Can I can I get a, a let's it? can I get a let's fucking go? Can I can I get yeah, let, let's fucking go, bitch. I'm ready, bro. <laughs> It's hope season, baby. Like this is the time, man. Listen, this is the time. This is the I time, have, man. We can't have hope no other time in the year. This is the time to have. This is it. This is it. And I will say this, and as you and I have have done consistently, when the Saints, as an organization, um, coaching wise, decision making wise, lack of skill, self scouting, whatever it is. When they have needed to be reamed, you know, at times we were, you know, the only, like for a while we were the only voice out there truly criticizing the moves that they've made and the decisions that they've made. But what's fair is fair. And I think that's something that you and I try to do a good job on this podcast, just in that, man, when, when, when at least perceived good moves or just like some of these moves they made today weren't even like a perceived good move. They were just good moves. We have to, we will be remiss if we did not give the saints as an organization, as a team credit. I create our free agency is not done. The draft is not done. There's still some question marks on the team, offensive line. There's, you know, other things. But this probably is the most hope we've had for the team under DA since the Chargers preseason game. Yeah. <laughs> Easily. Easily, bro. I mean, maybe, <laughs> let me, maybe after week one, you know, second half of week one, like maybe we got, but like, no, I, like no. the, 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 the peak was that Chargers preseason game. That Chargers preseason game. And honestly, like if yeah, you were to ask was. me today, just, just got, you know, just seeing like the discord was just buzzing and just seeing like the timeline was just buzzing. It's like, like, Please don't fuck this up. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna get into the moves, obviously, and break them down. 
But to me, these moves signified, you know, not just these moves today, the, the moves they've made all offseason have really signified that Dennis Allen, clock is ticking, bruh. Like, if you can't, if you cannot put out a formidable team, at least that can win the NFC South in the Saints as they are presently constructed. And obviously the construction, the construction isn't done yet, but Derek Carr, Michael Thomas back for one year. You got two, um, two potential defensive tackles that may be ascending players. And to close the day, you, you signed Jamal Williams. When you and I have been talking about them needing a running back for the last, two seasons like you you gotta win man (laughs) like and again this is incomplete we don't know what's gonna happen in the draft but these moves signify that dennis allen and to a lesser degree mickey loomis feel the fire and they say man if we we don't we don't win we gotta do something we gotta do something asap and i jokingly tweeted this but probably wasn't like a joke it's like but let's 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 talk about the moves um let's let's go from from yesterday because we, we didn't record yesterday i was in phoenix last minute for work um didn't have a way to record the podcast but the news finally came out yesterday michael thomas the one year, you know, came back on a one year deal, uh, reconst- you know, reconstructed it. They figured it out because um, there was a chance that it had had they not figured it out, he was going to be released. And it just that's a deal that just made so much sense. And it's crazy how things how much things have changed in what a month and a half, two months when that deal in when his contract first got reworked. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is this is no no shade to Underhill because we all thought. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. man, like we, we talked about it on the podcast. We was like, man, it's going to be a dark day when we have to unfollow Mike Thomas on Twitter. Like, it was just, mm-hmm. you know, it was like a foregone conclusion. So I do feel that, you know, Mike Thomas gets word that they're going to try to go after Derek Carr. He's actively recruiting Derek Carr. And, you know, it's a win-win for both sides because if they if they if he was to be released, he was going to have be dead money on the cap for a player that wasn't there, and that was going to create another need. And like now, yep. everyone like if you come back, hopefully be healthy, be with the a, a decent to average to maybe at times a good NFL quarterback, rehabilitate his standing in the league, his image. Um, you don't create another gap on the offense. Um, and I'm not saying like right. they should probably still try to potentially add another right receiver, but right. it's just it just feels so like so wholesome, bro. Like just mm, yeah. like, wanna, just hug it. Just want to hug it. Just want to hug it, bro. And it's just it, like you said, it made sense for both sides. Mike Thomas, look, he could have look. It, I don't think he would have had a huge market, but somebody would eventually paid him something to come in and, um, you know, work yourself up and give him a chance to, uh, you know, be show himself healthy and get on the roster. But do you really want to go through all that on another team? You want to be on the Browns or something like that, trying to, you know, trying to work yourself for the, for the Browns to 
catching balls from, you know, Mr. 20, Mr. 22, 25, whatever. Learn a no. new offense, be in a new Learn city. A new like, Probably went to the Panthers or something like that. Like, eh, you know, man, you, you know where you at. You know the city. You know, you know, it's a team that, look, look, I'm all about players getting money, but look, he's made a ton of money the past, you know, three years without playing. Like a ton of money, bro. A ton of money without playing, which is partly our, you know, the Saints' fault. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I just hope they had that real conversation. Like, look, you know, some bad things happen. A lot of it bad luck, a lot of it bad decisions. Bad, you know, bad, bad medical bad, teams. Bad medical team. But look, here we are. Here we are. You, look, here's a chance for you to reclaim your fame, you know, reclaim who you are, who we know you are. Like, the Saints know him better than anybody. You know, nobody, no other team really knows who he is except the Saints. They know he's a hard worker. You know, they know he's, you know, obsessed with winning. Um, then, you know, you throw in the Derek Carr thing. Derek Carr can't wait to work with him. You know, I thought that was huge. I think that made like a huge, huge impact huh? on, you know, Saints saying like, look, man, let's just, Saints saying like, man, let's get this done. Let's, let's give Derek Carr every, every reason to succeed is what, you know, we talked about on what the last two podcasts is like, make, just don't let him fail. Don't let Derek Carr fail. And if he fails, Okay, it's on him, but don't be don't be the reason he fails. Don't let oh we didn't have these weapons or we didn't have this running back situation figured out or this you know slot wide receiver figured out. No, like give him all the answers and let him go and win it. You know what I'm saying? Let him go and be the guy, the best Derek Carr that he could be. And now you get to do that with hopefully you know look, it's a gamble. Like make no mistake, it's not like. But the dude hadn't really played in three years. Right. Spotted, you know, a couple couple games last year, but he hasn't really played. So he does have to prove that he could play like a full season. That's a true gamble. But when you just step back and look at it and actually just look at the details of it, he had a completely different injury last year. It was a toe injury. He immediately went on IR. He's, you know, according to reporting, he's healthy now and he'll be ready to go, you know, once OTAs, minicamp start. So – you know, we'll see from there, man. You know, he's had a, you know, he should be worked back from the ankle now and all that stuff. So, like, he, if if he can handle the toe, and look, he might not, he, he's not going to be the same Michael Thomas from 2020, what, 2019, when he broke mm-hmm. the records. But he's still going to be that good physical possession receiver, you know, slants. Be that slap boy. Shit, we, we used to laugh about slap boy. No, be slap boy. We need slap boy right now. You know what I'm saying? And That's be what that means. physical red zone threat. But it was just that I was just gonna say that that was sorely missing in the offense. Um oh, last, you know, the last last couple of seasons. <laughs> yeah, they're running they're running that play to like Marquez Callaway just against the bucket. Mm-hmm. Just like, ah, ah. And like that's that's Michael Thomas. He more than likely comes down with that catch and Right. And burst that third that burst down. down. Third down. Yeah, that, they were terrible on third that. down. They were terrible. They were terrible in the red zone. Uh, you know, he solves a lot of those questions. And like we said, if you would have let him go, you would have been eating money, and you would have been looking for somebody to replace that position. So now the next mission is, man, get Trey Quan Smith out of here, bro. Please get Quan. this nigga. Oh. Like. We got we got Davenport gone. We got fucking Deontay Hardy. 
going. Like I'll miss yeah, Deontay going, Harris. You know, I'll, I'll pour out one for Deontay yeah, Harris. I miss, Deontay Harris. I still miss Deontay Harris. I'm still looking for Deontay. Where you at, bro? Have you seen him? I, I haven't. I haven't seen him, bro. <laughs> I haven't seen him. But the, whoever this Deontay Hardy character is, you go go to Buffalo and chill in the cold with with Josh Allen. Um, Davenport's <laughs> going. Deontay Hardy's going. Oh, Traquan just that, just like a. Like, just that long. Uh, what, what draft was that? 2018, 2018 But I almost wanted to call him a cockroach. But I was like, man, do I want to call him a cockroach on the park? But like, you just, <laughs> just can't get rid of him. But just, just this infestation. That turd. Like, that turd. Yeah, it's that turd that won't flush, bro. It's my blood. Flush, damn it. Keep floating back up. Damn. I'm in Ramon's house trying to get the plunger. Like, go, go. Um, <laughs> I can't believe they tried. They signed Craig Quant to like a two-year, four million dollar contract last offseason, bro. Like, why, it was, bro? Why? They was down bad, bro. <laughs> bad. Um, but I, just I wanted to add one more thing to to the point about um Michael Thomas and that you know he doesn't need to. I think you know besides maybe his his rookie season. Where he did have Brandon Cooks, um, who is available for trade, as of course. Um, he doesn't like the good the good thing about the situation is that he doesn't need to be wide receiver one. Right. Which I think is helpful, right? He could be, and I'm not saying he lacks the capability of being that guy again, even though it was a very extremely brief sample size. Again, what he did against A.J. Terrell in the second half of that Falcons game in week one, and A.J. Terrell is a very good corner. Like I, I think I hope Saints fans like can take away their bias and realize that he is a damn like top 10-ish, top six-ish corner in the league. He, it was like Mike had never left, which was insane to see. Like I, That was the highlight of the season, just seeing him oh, just man. go in that he zone just... and just – Oh, he, he on the sideline drooling and just, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll get to it w- with the Jamal Williams news, but it goes, and I, it's going to sound dumb because there's no quantitative way to qualify this, but man, when you have a football team offensively, defensively, man, you got to have a team, not an entire team. But you gotta have some dudes on the team that are just dogs, bro. Just mm-hmm. dogs. Jamal Williams, he, he said it in the, in the post gamer post game against the last game against the Packers. Dogs. We know Mike Thomas is a dog. There's just yes. you need you need that on your team of just don't care what's happening. I'm gonna make a play. I'm better than you. Um. And now he can just be – I'm not saying he's going to be just a guy at wide receiver, but he could just – like the pressure is not on him to be wide receiver one, top three, top five wide receiver in the league because you got Chris Olave. You got Rahe- uh, Raheem mm-hmm. Um And I still want them – and, I, you know, I, not my money. I'm pretty sure they can figure it out. I still want them to go out and get – like, I know Hunter Renfro is, like, a name that's been thrown out there because of, like, his contract and, like, it becomes guaranteed yeah. on Friday. And I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, – I'm in Marshalls, bro. Like, bring me Braxton Berrios. Like, he isn't yeah. as good as Hunter Renfro, but, like, they do the same thing. Like, they're very similar players. And, I'm like, he's going to be a lot cheaper. 
And like, I feel like if you could just add that piece of someone that, and obviously Chris Olave does it, Shahid does it, but just kind of yeah. in the slot can win quick, bop, bop, like, a, like a little jerk route. Berrios, uh, Renfro, Carr does yeah. great. Um, and then you with got receivers a, you got like a full that. offense, right? You got a full <laughs> offense, then, bro. I'm, I'm just saying, like full Barrios. Offense. Barrios is not going to cost a lot of money. Like he's can be had for probably two million or something like that. And at that, you got your receivers filled out. You got we got Jawan back. We got Jamal Williams. AK, uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens with AK. But that we'll aside, see. you know. Offensive line issues aside, I don't want to make make the offensive line sound like they're you know it's not not a problem, but at least you got an offense. You got an offense, and we talked about Dennis Allen not having excuses. Pete Carmichael, <clears throat> yeah. I know, I know some of that wasn't all on Pete because I know uh, sometimes he was just running. And the offense, the way Dennis Allen wanted the offense to be ran, Dennis Allen was very averse to taking shots down the field. He wanted this plundering kind of deke and dunk conservative offense because, again, he's a defensive coordinator. And yeah. that said, even if that was the game plan, there were still some games Pete called that was absolute shit, like period. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Now, you know, with this proposed offense I put on paper, which – Pretty much as a reality, minus a Berrios or a Renfro, man, you, you, you gotta go out there and score some points, bro. <laughs> like, period. And you they ain't Derek no Carr there. He ain't about to sit. Derek Carr ain't about to sit back there with all that. No, man, Derek Carr will score some points, bro. So you got to go out there. You got these weapons. You got Mike Thomas. You got Chris Olave, Rashad Raheem Shahid. Those are ascending young talents. We don't know Cindy. what they're gonna be. We don't know. We don't know what. God's Year winner, two, bro. Chris Olave is going to be. Year two, Chris uh, Raheem Shaheed. We only see so what, like 10 snaps of Rashid Shaheed, man. Like, he <laughs> could be like an absolute demon. We don't know. So, like, bro, the sky's the limit for these dudes. And Pete, Pete got to cook, bro. Pete got to be creative. Go rewatch some old Saints tapes, an old Sean Pink days, and bring some of that back, bro. Man, bring he, some of that. I was, <laughs> I was flying to Phoenix last night. And was on the flight, connected to Wi-Fi, and they had, you know how NFL Network is having, like, the spotlight games of some of the free agents, bruh? They were spotlight. This, this is probably the only spotlight game this man has in his career. They're, spot, they're spotlighting Jimmy G, bruh. <laughs> and guess what? You know, you know, it was, you know it was a 2019 game, bruh. Mm-hmm. But I watched about two drives that the Saints did on offense. Obviously, Sean Payton was calling plays, man. And this was this was like Drew Brees. That game is Drew Brees' is like, like his last yeah. great game. Yeah. It was just, yeah. wa- just watching, I was like, man, we don't know how good we had it, bro. We don't. We had it good, bro. Like, we had Drew. It was Mike Thomas. You had, I know people like to bag on him, but you had Jerry Cook was making plays and you know, uh, Josh, Josh Hill, and this was a, like this was the 49ers defense. There was Bosa in his rookie season. I, mean, Fred when Warner, was coming, like, when that, I remember when that defense was coming in, everybody was like, ooh, that San Francisco defense. What are they going to do? They ain't going to be able to throw the ball. Shit. Yeah. Sean Payton, 
Sean Payton went out there, had that blocking plan together, and was slaying that bit. Slaying it, bro. Slaying it. Going after Rich, uh, Richard Sherman most of the game. It was just – so I was just – it was just like watching it like, God damn, man. Like, we we had it good. Good, bro. Just good. Mm. Boil. Um, also, just a quick aside – Fuck Packers fans forever. Just, just fuck y'all. Don't, don't want to hear any, <laughs> any more. You cannot have I don't a, hear nothing. A, nothing. A football conversation. You a Packers fan, and if it's the theme of like, "Whoa, is me." We don't have a. They had thirty years of almost excellent, top-notch quarterback play. Ryan, thirty years. I am thirty-five. Two. Two first ballot Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Back Two. to back. <laughs> back to back. Come on, bro. And the fact that each of those quarterbacks have just won one Super Bowl, bro, it's hard. Hard to win them, bro. It's so hard. Hard. Anyway, going back to the Saints. So that was the news from yesterday. And then this morning, you know, get the, the tweet from or the alert from Schefter that Deontay Hardy's going to the Bills, and it's like hallelujah. I know my dude David Ty Harley and Wales was just thrilled because he was fed up with this nigga, bro. Like you should have seen <laughs> us at the London game when we, we was right behind him. This nigga just throwing his hands up, just fair catching. No, 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 no. Woo! David was hot, bro. He's gone. He's gone. <laughs> Boom, gone. So, first signing of today happens, and the Saints signed and agreed to terms with Nathan Shepard, former Jets defensive tackle, mm-hmm. who was drafted in 2018 uh, for the for, uh, by the Jets. I want to say in round, what round was that? Round three, and kind of seems like he may be. An ascending, I won't say maybe, maybe ascending is a little strong, but a player that is on the upward trajectory, trajectory, excuse me, um, of his career in a position that yeah. was needed. And he's only 29, which is kind of o- older for a player. And he was born in Canada, bro. Saints, Saints, and their fucking love of Canada's mm-hmm. defensive ends and tackles. They love him, bro. Yeah, they love him, bro. You know they probably had like a scout report on him. You know they, you know they did. <laughs> but yeah, he's a, you know, he's one of those players, man. That's just gotten better over the years. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, last year, you know, that was his best PFF grade, whatever you want to take for it. Um, you know, he had a lot of, you know, had a good bit of, uh, had about two hundred pass rush snaps, and they knows he had like six hurries and. Nine hits, which is good. Like that's that's good numbers, believe it or not. Um, so look, this is a player that come in and like give you, give you like a quality four hundred snaps, five hundred snaps in the season. You know what I'm saying? Uh, maybe more. You know, I don't know what they are playing, but these are, you know, defensive interior defensive line man. Those are rotational guys. Very right. few of them play, you know, nine hundred snaps in the season. You know, they're mostly four hundred, five hundred, six hundred. But this is a guy that completely run in the pass uh, from the Jets. And, you know, the Jets fans liked him. The Jets fans hope they resigned him. Uh, a lot of Jets media was like, damn, you know, I'm sure that the Jets really wanted to keep him. So this wasn't like a throwaway player. This was a player kind of like, you know, Cade Nellis for us. You know what I'm saying? It was right. ascending, you know, looking good. But 
you know, just somebody offering them a little more than they were than they were willing to do. And not only did they just sign Nathan Shepard, but they also followed it up a few hours later and signing defensive tackle Kalen Saunders, who uh, talk about lucky, a two-time Super Bowl champion um, with the Chiefs. Uh, he was drafted by the Chiefs in 2019. And I don't have a lot of insight to give on Nathan Shepard, but what I can say in with Kalen Saunders is I've watched a lot of Chiefs games, but for sure did pay attention to a lot of games this year, watched a lot of Chiefs games this year. And one thing that always kind of stood out to me when I watched their games and watching their defense, and like I always saw like the Saunders, like Saunders was always making plays. Like he just, really? my, my eyes always you know, gravitated to him because he was always getting a tackle for a loss, causing like a pressure, getting like a sack. He just very, he, he stood out on their defense, on their defensive line. And, you know, you play next to Chris Jones, you're going to get a lot of single matchups or what have you. And I mean, obviously having Chris Jones in the middle of that, of that defensive line is a great help, but he always impressed me. And I was like, damn, like, who is this? Like, who is this dude? Um, and I always have this theory that if you're watching, whether it's pro football, especially with college football, if you're watching like a prospect going up to the draft and you're if like, you're focusing on one specific prospect, but after you're watching that YouTube cutout and there's another prospect, you can't, you keep going, man, who is right. this though? That to me is like a sign <laughs> of like. That nigga's good. Like who? I don't. I know I'm, wa- I'm watching the game or watching these cutups for this player, but this other dude keeps making plays, and my eyes keep going towards him. When I watch the Chiefs' defense, obviously Chris Jones is a star. He's an elite, elite player. But Saunders always kind of caught my eye, especially this past season. So I believe that this signing definitely can help i mean the interior and this is to me this is not just like a throwaway rotational signing obviously he's going to be used in a rotational manner but i really think that they may get really lucky in terms of how productive uh kaylin saunders may um may be for them i agree i agree man he's a high energy player he'll fit right in with cam and all those guys um you know he provides you know good run defense uh some decent pass rush and like I mean, he has like 22 stops on the season, which is like negative plays against the offense, like which is really good for a rotational, you know, defensive end. I mean, defense, defensive tackle like he was. He played about, what, 400, 500 um, total snaps. Yeah, about 500 snaps. So if you get 22 stops on the offense, you know, defense, man, that's, that's really good. You can see it on tape, bro. You watch him. He plays with a ton of effort, always running after the ball. Um, you know, he's a smaller defensive tackle as far as height, but he's big, he's thick, you know, real energetic, moves quick. Um, it's just a, it's a good signing, man. Like, it's just one of those players that, are, you know, it's a good signing. You know, it would have been nice to have him with, like, on Yamada. But mm-hmm. I think, it, you know, like I said, I think it's time to just get some fresh, you know, fresh legs in there, man. You know, he's a, he's young. <clears throat> I loved it. When I saw those two signings, I was like, man, that's that's just that's just perfect. 
and it doesn't preclude them from going defensive tackle or defensive end in the draft. Um, they still no, can add, not they still at all. Can add not other at players. All. Yeah, they still can add other players, but it's it's just bringing good. You know, and look, man, this is a two-time Super Bowl champ, Russell. He coming in there. He can he can flash the rings. He didn't done it. You know what I'm saying? He didn't done it. He didn't lived it. So it's gonna be. It's a good player to bring in. And from what I understand, you know, it's a good locker room guy. You know, Chiefs fan hit me up. He was like, "Man, we I really wish we could have kept him. We is one of his their favorite players. So I think he's just gonna fit right in down here." Uh, I think you will too. And I I think, and you you know how you know how this team does from time to time. Um, but these moves and they're not done, but these moves kind of signify to me, and I don't think them signing Saunders, signing Shepard, signing Williams, um, means that, you know, they're, they're not going to go that position draft, but free agency should be used to address your needs. That's what free agency is for. If you have needs. In free agency, you address them, and when you address yep. them in free agency, when the draft comes around, you're not singularly focused because you didn't address it in free agency that now you have to draft that position in the draft. Right. Now, sometimes, right. you know, sometimes it works out and so you have don't. a need, and you, and, you, and you draft it, and it works out perfectly. But, like, a lot of times when you're drafting strictly for need, whew, it's kind of like yeah. you kind of painted yourself into a wall as a team. Like, it's like, like uh, me. Go ahead. When uh, Eric McCoy, what twenty nineteen? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like they 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 needed a had center. To. They had to go get a center. Had to. And, you know, a lot of people grip grip moan like, oh, why did they go and get the center in the second round? Blah blah blah. And it worked out. You know what I'm saying? It worked out. They got a really you know all pro level center with that. But they had to make that work. Like they they scouted their ass off. It had to target because they didn't have a first round pick for reasons I won't mention, but you know, they, they made it work. And, you know, we might see the same this year as far as defensive end or edge. Cause it's, it's just the edges get paid. Or like paid, man. <laughs> they get like broke Art, off. Art, he got paid. Paid, bro. So it's like Saints really ain't in the boat to be paying nobody like that. And if they can't afford them, they probably aren't that good. Um, so, you know, the edge might be one of those positions where they have to use a draft pick if they feel like that's something they need to do. They may think they're good with Carl Grandison, Cam, and, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> Peyton Turner, baby. Is it Peyton Turner bouncing back this year, baby? Pey- Peyton Turner season, you know, he going to be, he going to be, Active for at least five, six games this season. Maybe that's on an upward swing. <laughs> oh, positive, positive podcast. Hope. Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, gotta be. It gotta be for sure. I'm trying to run my. I'm trying to run myself, nigga. I'm like, <laughs> I know, bro. Um, but they got two defensive tackles. They got a running back. We're gonna. We're about to move and talk about Jamal Williams. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, they, you know, I could see them if they, if a defensive tackle fell to them um, and they loved them, boom, I could see that being the pick at 29. 
uh, you brought up Edge. I do think Edge is still a need, which is disgusting because they just drafted one fucking two years ago. Um, but it's it's still it's still a need. So they could go that route. This is the thing. If they did that, if they went that route, I would love it. You know why? It would show me that they, you know, they've thrown away yep. the sunk cause fantasy. Yep. They're done with it. You had them as a a healthy scratch at the end of the season. You're done with Peyton Turner. That's what that's what that would tell me. And I would really congratulate that. Like, okay. Yeah. I mean, you, you, I will give you negative you, for drafting them. You know, you, right. you draft but them, you, so you but, criticism. But you didn't that. double down. But it's it's back right. it's kind of also back to that point that if you're gonna draft another edge, you've got to get this one right, nigga. Like, you, Get it right, bro. Bro, you can't, you, can't right. draft, you can't draft three edges in, in, in 2018, 2021, and 2023 and miss on all three of them bitches, bro. Like, you cannot do that. But I do think that these moves, to a small degree, let and I'm going to be careful how I say this, because this but this isn't any inside information, not spilling any beans. They could truly kind of like let the board come to them a little bit, bro, and not have to yeah. like force. Like, we got to get a defensive tackle. We got to get a running back. We got what, like, now again, I still think they do need, like, if they, there's a stud D tackle or D tackle and it falls to them, I can see them being the pick. Edge can see that being the pick. Running back, even with the Jamal Williams signing. I think both you and Max have kind of said it like you got to kind of treat the the running back position is just imagine AK's not even on the team anymore. And I think exactly. that's how it ha- so that to me it's like shit if you know Bajan is there at 29 or you know Gibbs is there at 29 shit we might we might draft them. But I I do love the way that they're addressing the needs and areas on the team in free yeah. agency on good deals like these deals yeah. and this is not just saints related a lot of these deals that a lot of players are getting around the league except for like offensive Ooh. linemen edge rushers it, it's it's a it's like teams being stingy as shit with their money bro like yeah bro um really oh i haven't seen like that you know usually every year there's that contract like good god and just yeah. especially kirk last year which even though you know chris is a you know, contract was crazy it ended up looking like okay and earned every penny of that fucking contract. Earned every bro. penny of that thing. Earned every penny. You know what I'm saying? But at the time, it was like, Oof, what the hell are they doing? I haven't seen that contract this year. Like, I was like, okay. No. Every every dollar side I see, I'm like, eh, okay. <laughs> like, Jesse Bates, he got a lot, but it was like, okay, Jesse Bates, he's good, good ass fucking safety, good bro. Good, so, ass, you know. good ass safety. Like, you would expect that. But I, right. I am. I do like how they're approaching this free agency and addressing those mm-hmm. needs. And then, you know, a month and a half from now or a month and a couple of weeks from now, when we're, you know, in New Orleans, got gathered together, watching the draft, all that, you know, they can just like, you know, just let the board come to them. And like when you're in that position oh, as bro. a team, like you, like the world is your oyster, man. Like, it is Oyster, it, it's a great place to be football wise. Um let's get to They have eight draft picks. Eight draft picks, bro. They got twenty nine. They got forty. I know they got two fourths. Maybe they got do they got three fourths? Maybe if the comp with the comp picks or whatever. Or oh, the comp picks for next year. I'm dumb. I'm dumb. Never mind. 
I'm done. Yeah, yeah, they got they got they only got one cop this year in the seventh round. That's right. That's right. I'm 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 thinking something. I'm, I'm thinking next year. <laughs> <laughs> but and if they, you could bet your ass they're gonna be trading them cop picks next year, bro. Oh, oh, some picks they're gonna trade some. Next year's uh, picks since they know they want to have some The Saints, when it comes to draft picks, comp picks, you know, they're you you know that I mean I've I've been guilty of it before too, but you know, sometimes nigga get like a, a, a tax refund or, or like a bonus and that shit just uh, burning a hole, bro. Like you just like burning a hole, bro. What can I spend this shit? Like that's, that's what the Saints like up to to force oh no, we we, we don't need them. We don't need them. We we need to go up. We need to go up. Um, about a little five dollars, in my pocket one more. I'm like, oh shit, man, I'm about to give me a biscuit and a give me a biscuit and a hash brown for McDonald's, man. Shit, oh, what the, that inflation, bro. You might need an extra, uh, an extra bucket too with that shit, bro. For real, yeah, <laughs> Um, but it's just, I, I, I don't know how many more moves they have up their sleeve. I don't even know. I, okay. Let, let me okay. I know we said this is a positive podcast, and we're gonna get to the Jamal Williams news. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little P- PSA right here. Okay, Mickey and Dennis, I'm gonna address y'all directly because we, 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 we know gig is up. Gig's up. Ryan, it's time to tell the listeners a secret. Yo, this the infamous picture of you going viral on social media, sweating. In the white shirt, looking confused. What people don't know is before that picture was taken, you had just mowed the lawn in the hot New Orleans heat. Yep, sweating. Don't know about you, but if you want to avoid becoming a meme and avoid becoming a viral hit on social media, I think instead of you mowing the lawn, there's a company out there that got you covered. That is Ground Up Landscaping Services. They service the greater New Orleans area. We've seen their work in person at the hashtag Saints for the Podcast Meetup. The backyard area was outstanding. Yeah, we know we know the owner of this company. He's an outstanding person, a really good dude. And look, I've seen pictures of his work all done all around New Orleans. Beautiful work. Everything he takes care of, him and his crew, and he's good, honest, and on time. Uh, if you want to visit them, visit www.groundupnola.com and you get the book of free quote. And these guys are licensed and insured. So this is not some, you know, shade tree, you know, guy to come cut your grass. These are dependable business business professionals that will take care of your lawn. And they do beautiful work that you can check out on their Instagram and Facebook. They'll make your guard space spectacular from the ground up. Um. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, 
which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Thus far, you guys have done a very successful off-season plan. Very successful off-season plan. Ryan and I applaud your off-season plan thus far. Most of Saints Twitter and Saints fans applaud your offseason thus far. The PSA is, can you, can you please not sully this offseason? We, we, we know there's talks about you guys maybe want to bring in Frank Clark and you touch bases with his agent about signing him. And right now, you know, he might, his, his price is, is too high. Please, can can y'all just develop some morals within the next couple of days? Like, yeah, you went after Deshaun Watson, and that was gross and disgusting and reprehensible. And I know some people and some fans they don't give shit about morals when it comes to football, and they're and not just football, like sports fans, like they don't care. Like as long as the team's winning, blah blah, rah rah rah. That's not us. And I think you have to realize that. That's some of the fan base that supports the team, but that's not all the fan base that supports the team. And so if Frank Clark is signed, like, do you really want to hear me every episode just read what he did at Michigan State, knocking a woman out unconscious? Like, do you really, like, do you want to associate that with your football team, with your image? You know, you got you got the pre-scandal, the Catholic Church scandal. Like, let's, let's just try to just, just, make, just remake ourselves. Like, let's think. That's that's my plea to the team. That's that is me saying, if you want to sign Frank Clark, just take a mirror and just look and just say, you know what? Maybe we don't go sign Frank. Maybe we go sign someone else. Maybe we offer someone else that money because I'll I'll take Cloudy over him, please. And I know, (laughs) I know, Cloudy, he's gonna be inconsistent. You know, but there might be a game in there where Connie might take over for like a quarter or two, bro. Like, and that's enough. But I don't want every preview episode, every recap episode. And if you think I am kidding, I am not. I will read the article verbatim one time per episode of what Frank Clark did at Michigan State to a female laying her out unconscious and to this day has not shown remorse for it to this day has done things since then that is like 
oh, this is a complete fucking knucklehead. We've mm-hmm. had we've we've had you as an organization has had enough complete fucking knuckleheads that y'all have dealt with. Junior Gallette, uh it's an extensive list. I don't want to go down on we got, it. We got big creep done. We got big creep mm-hmm. already. That, that, that's enough. That's enough. We, we don't we don't need any more. That's it. Please. So I'm gonna conclude this little PSA and just say, don't do it. If you're thinking about it, don't do it. If you do it, we got smoke for you. We ain't gonna let you off the hook. Anyway, I just had I had I had to say it, Ryan. Like all these things in this offseason thus far has been like round of applause, clapping, got car, got Mike Thomas back. You extended Jawan. You got two defensive tackles who could be in an upswing of their careers. Mm. You signed Jamal Williams to close out today. Don't do some saint like some saint shit a day or two days later where I'm just like, here these niggas go again. Like, you know what? I don't I don't want to feel it. I don't. No, like don't, don't, the last offseason was bad enough with the Deshaun Watson, and that had me like close to just giving up my fandom. Like completely. Like I was out. I was out. <laughs> and the Frank Clark thing would not push me out, but I don't want to be in the Zoom and he gets a sack and I don't and I don't celebrate it. Like I just I just I don't want I don't want that feeling. Plus, he's not a very good edge rusher anymore. Like if we just That's what I'm saying, he's not even that good. He's not even that good, bro. He, like if he like not saying it would have been right, but it's but like if they were like, man, but he like putting up double digit sack numbers and like blah blah. But he's not even good anymore. Like go get someone else. Like go get Justin Houston. Like something. Something. I something. I, I just I had to get off my chest, bro. Like I just I just don't want I don't I don't want them to the goodwill that they've they're cultivating right now. Don't just don't fuck it up. Please. Don't <laughs> Please. fuck it up. Um last move of today came out of nowhere. I know it and it came out of nowhere because it's one of those moves where I know some people in our Discord know G and other other people in our Discord like, man, I really love for them to go out and just, you know, sign Jamal Williams. And it just felt very mm-hmm. kind of pie in the sky, like, yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, that's like we just and fucking today, bro. I was I was driving, driving a three hour drive coming back home, and it just flashed up on the boom notification popped up, and I said, I tweeted, I said, oh, these niggas is serious, serious, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Not only did they sign Jamal Williams in a three year deal, it's three years. 12 million, you'll mm. get 8 million guaranteed. Ooh, it's, 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 man. The good old, the good old Mark Ingram deal, bro. They That's exactly what it. I thought of, bro. Like, it how just, long ago it, was that deal? Just, like, like, I the just RB- pull it up, dude. <laughs> I just pull it up and do replace, do the control H replace, put the name in, boom, print. <laughs> The you tell me that the running back market has been so stagnant that the deal that Ingram signed with the Ravens, what year was that? 2019, I think it Bruh. was. I don't remember what, yeah, it was 19. No, it's the same contract each time with the Saints, like in what 16, 17? Same contract, bro. Same, <laughs> and it's the same contract we gave Lamar, uh, Lam- uh, Latavius <laughs> Murray. Same contract, bro. 
They need a union, bro. Re- re- they need a running back players union. Just a separate no sense, union. Bro. That, that's, that's, that's criminal. That's criminal. <laughs> Not even account for inflation or nothing, bro. Just... Cost, cost of living, taxes, nothing, bro. Just no, nope, no, nope, not gonna do it. Um, I I love this signing. We we both love this signing. We've been oh, screaming yeah. for ru- running back for two two years on this podcast. Um, you get Jamal Williams, who had an amazing season last season. Didn't even know he played with Taysom Hill at BYU. Had no clue. Um, yeah, I didn't either. You know, reunited with Taysom Hill was the heart and soul of like that Lions team, um, kind of that identity on offense. I'm not expecting him to score 17 touchdowns um, no, like he did no. last season. I think you kind of said it perfectly in the Discord of like, yes, he's a force in in the red zone and he has a, a nose for the red zone. Um, but also like some of that is just Ben Johnson, just Ben Johnson just out there cooking, bro. Like, cooking. Cooking, bro. Cooking, bro. Um, yeah. Tackles in motion, all types of shit. It was crazy. Yeah. Ooh, I, 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 no Ben Johnson, like, oh, I get to New Orleans next year. I got something for them niggas. Um, <laughs> but that said, we've been wanting this signing. You know, I, I was, I was like, man, just bring in, you know, Deontay or uh, Deontay Foreman, Foreman bro. Like, yeah. I was, I would be, I would have been content with that, but to, absolutely to go and get Jamal Williams. All I can say is, all I can say is kudos. Um, and the biggest thing I think in, is that I think, I think you still need another running back because I'm pretending AK is not yep. on the team, but this signing really allows. Da to have his version of what he wants offensively. Yep, precisely. Say what like you might not agree with his offensive ideology, and it may be outdated, and it probably is. But we've said on this podcast, like if you're gonna run your fucking offense, Da, then you got to go out and get the fucking players to go fucking run it. Go get a bruising running back that if you want to run the ball that much, go fucking get them. Like. Go build your offensive line. You, you know, there's injuries, so you got to make get some other offensive linemen. But do the shit you need to do to run your version of the offense and say, say whatever. We, we've said enough about DA in this last season and a half or whatever it's been. But this move, just got a tip of, tip of the cap, bro. I got to clap for it. There's nothing, there's, nothing, there's nothing else I can do, bro. Oh, bro. And he's a good running back, man. Like, he does everything you want. He he can get you down the middle. He can get it on the edge. He's physical, patient in the hole, um, knows for the end zone when he gets close. You know, he beat you know, beat up linebackers, can block, everything you want, man. Such a perfect uh guy to split carries with, with AK or, you know, uh, a rookie who they bring in or whatever. But he, you know, just a perfect match. And, you know, personality-wise, he's going to fit right into the locker room, bro. Just, he's an energy bunny. You know, he's going to bring the vibes just like Mark Ingram used to bring. Um, going to fit right in, bro. I loved it, man. I saw that sign, and I'm like, Psh, we good. Like, I don't, I don't need no more free, free agency signs, bro. They can pick a few players off here and there, but these here, I'm good, mm-hmm. man. Like, these, 
defensive tackles, Jamal Williams, bring back Juwan Johnson, you get Mike Thomas. Mike Th- I'm good right now, bro. I'm good. <laughs> like I, the, if I, if I was being greedy, right, I'm gonna be a little greedy. Like I was said earlier, man. If they can just go out and just get a little Braxton Berrios, you know, Ooh. I'm good. Like I, I'm shit. You you keep me in bubble wrap until fucking April 27th, bro. <laughs> keep me in bubble wrap. Then you got the draft too. Oh man. Now, now this this is this is how I would play it. Okay, this is me running the team, and I I'm this is me in the front office imagining I'm assisting with DA's vision of what he once ran. If I'm them in the first round of the draft, the player that I would target and what you, you're probably going to be there is I'm going out and I'm getting, I'm drafting Darnell Washington. Ooh. I'm doing it, bro. So, cause you get, you get a tight end <clears throat> who can block his ass off and this offensive line needs Blocking like the, the, mm-hmm. the number of offensive linemen that are down due to injury, you need as much blocking help in that area that you can get. So, like drafting a player like that who is a patch catcher, you also kind of get a, the added benefit of being a goddamn good run blocker. You put him on the line, you got Jamal Williams, who's a bruiser. Like, then you then to me, that's like that's the Botron form. And that is, at that point, you have given Derek Carr every possible fucking way to succeed. You draft Darnell Washington, you can go 12 personnel. You can, you, I, I feel it right. Like, I, you don't, see, let, I feel don't let Penny, don't let Penny come back oh. healthy. Oh, Lord. Just saying, That's when you can lean on defense. Lean. You can lean on them in the full quarter and they know you running. You know you running. And they can't the do a crowd, goddamn thing. The crowd know you running. And it's just like, damn, nothing we can do about it. Just take it. Just take it. Oh, just like that that, that Bills, AK, Mark Ingram yeah. Bills game, bro. Yep. Just take it. That, that's, that's what I would do. Now, if you get now, now I'm going to walk this back and say, if someone like that, you know, that pit defensive tackle, Clancy falls, like, I think you run to the oh, podium. Yeah. I have. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't oh, watched a single snap of them, bro. I haven't watched a single snap of them. Good job. Get them. But player, look, I, I haven't, I haven't done a ton of work. Just, I, I don't, I don't want that army defensive end, bro. I don't want him, bro. You don't, don't you don't want him, bro. Hey, look, he, uh, he was, he was, you don't, you don't, you don't even, you don't support. I, I got a bad. You don't support, you don't don't support military rights, do you? You don't, you hate the I, country. You hate the I, U.S. Okay, what you want, bro? Call me a commie, pink old commie. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I got a bad feeling, bro. To be fair, I don't think he's. I don't think he's a first round pick. I don't think he's. Well, he was. He was. He was for a hot second. Seabull kind of knocked some of the heat off of him because he was getting blocked. He was getting blocked. His ass was getting blocked in Seabull, bro. Yeah, but he has good tape, bro. Like his tape is better than like you know two firsts and all that shit. So I say that much. But I just I get a bad feeling, bro. I feel like man, it's, a, it's gonna be another one of those smiling ass niggas. I don't want him, bro. Don't want him, bro. He, but he just we, seems we, like a safe guy to me, man. Can we just can we just get can we draft someone that just looks angry, bro? Like <laughs> just, just, just angry. They can just like oh. <laughs> I don't want him on the smiling niggas. 
He was about to get like uh, Deion Sanders on there, man. Like, get someone from a single parent home. <laughs> is, is Jeff Ireland still asking prospects if they moms are prostitutes? Can we bring that those questions back? <laughs> we need it. We need something differently when we evaluating these edge rushers, bro. Let's get that in. Get that in. Um, but if I, again being being a little little greedy. Give me a Berrios, and then I'm going to throw one. I want I want two more players. I, I don't know how they can figure it out. Cat, whatever, Kai, figure it out, bro. Give me, bring me a Berrios, bring me Al Woods. There you go. Ooh. I'm good. Al Wood, Al Woods going to be a one year, one million dollar deal, bro. Al, That's it. You know That's Al it, bro. Ain't, ain't even going to count on the on the counting sheet. <laughs> ain't even going to be on the balance sheet, bro. Just bring no, him on in. Because he like at least one Al Woods does one thing well. That's play the fucking run. So. Has him in on early fucking running downs, and I'm 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 don't free agency. Let's fast forward to the draft. Fast forward. Don't don't care about the rest of it. Um, I do want to say this though. I know this is a Saints podcast, but you know, you know, as, as a fan, you always kind of paying attention to like what what the your division rivals are doing. I'm gonna say this. Be careful. Panthers might be Panthers might be doing something over there, bro. I'm just they they cooking, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. Panthers might be doing something over there, bro. Like, if they get this quarterback pick right, that's the thing. That's the thing right there. They got to get that right. It, it, it's a must. It's a must. Um, I want to just you know, nobody knows who it is. I think it's gonna be CJ. That's not any inside information. That's, that's just my no. My that's what, that's what most people think, dude. Like. Las Vegas think it's CJ, but uh, Michael Lombardi he he think it's sixty percent that it's Bryce Young for what whatever that's worth. I don't know, but it's it's interesting, bro. Like it's it's gonna be interesting. It feels like CJ's trial, though, right? Just I can just see him over there. I can see him over there. And and I like he strikes me as a player that would mesh well with the things that Frank Reich yeah likes to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'd be a good pick, bro. I ain't gonna lie, bro. It was. It absolutely would. Uh, one more thing I, I wanted to kind of hit on a point that you made was, I don't know if it was in the Discord or I don't know if it was on Twitter. I don't have a sense. But you talked about how crucial this draft is. Crucial. It's It's like... I don't think fans maybe maybe they do maybe I'm underestimating fans. It's one thing to have a good free agency, and again, this is we we don't know how it's going to work out. But it's one thing to have a good free agency, and let's say the players at the Saints sign Jamal Williams and two defensive tackles. Um, let's say that you know and and Derek Carr because I feel like I don't want to forget Derek Carr because he's like a huge fucking piece in it. Let's say that they hit th- hit on those signings close to like anywhere between 70 to a hundred percent in terms of whatever you deem hitting on a, on a, on a signing is. If you follow that up with a draft, mm. or you hit on like one of the players out of the draft or like no of the players out of the draft. So much because those, the young blood, the cheap contracts, that's what keeps teams truly in contention, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the Seahawks, as a great example last year, yes, G- the Geno came out of nowhere and 
and lit shit up. But the Seahawks had an amazing draft class last season. Yeah, it sure did. Phenomenal. They and needed it too. They did because they've had some some shit ones. To be fair, right? Um, right. But like that draft class for them is kind of re reinvigorated and revitalized, like their whole trajectory potentially as a team. Yep. These the Saints, the scouting, whatever happened in two thousand, you know. And 2021 was like wasn't bad, but like the Peyton Turners, the Marcus Davenport's, the um the Zach Bonds, even though I think that's more of like them just not using him correctly, the Adam Troutmans, like it we can't this draft can't you can't hit you can't draft too many players like that, man. You can't. It's too important. It's too important, especially how they like to like trade future picks and trade that's just trading. You just limit your your draft capital. When you limit your draft capital, that means that you gotta be right when who when these players that you're yeah, so exactly. That's why when I saw these moves today, I really thought in my head, okay, I'm, I'm hoping that they're making these moves that when they when they're drafting, they don't feel pressured that they have to go. And who knows? Knowing this team, they probably probably still may trade up, right? But maybe that pressure isn't there for them to trade up because they feel like they've addressed their needs and they can truly just, whoever's there and it's, it's the top of their cloud, they can draft them. But can they please just have good tape? Please, please. Can't handle these niggas drafting a player and I looked them up on YouTube. I was, listen, was wrong about Pete Warner, was not right about Alante Taylor. So we, we, but we were wrong, right? We've admitted that tenfold. But some players we've looked up, Marshall Davenport, Peyton Turner, we looked up mm-hmm. like, ooh, what the fuck did these niggas see in these players? Like, what? Especially Peyton Turner. Oh. Just a, just I, can't, a, I can't find the tweets. I can't find the tweets, but, bro, it worked for Marcus Davenport. It worked out exactly how I thought it would. Because I remember tweeting, I tweeted what I thought about him, and he was the exact player what I what I thought he was. Yep. But I also said the the worst thing they did was to trade two first for him because you would have to be like a Demarcus Ware type player to be worth what they gave up, and he won't be that. He won't. You like know? it's not. It's not the same. And I'm going to use an analogy. It's not the same because they the they didn't trade future first round picks. To, but like to me, and we talked about this on the podcast when that draft was leading up to it. Like we kept, like I kept seeing Kyle Pitts being mocked to the Falcons at four. And I yeah. was like, I'm going to take a tight end at four, like over Jamar and over the quarterbacks. Right. Like right. I said, I said, he has to be Rob Gronkowski, Jimmy Graham in his prime in his first couple of seasons. Right, and if and if that's not what it is, like it's just it's a bad pick. And I I I still have my questions about Kyle Pitts as a player. I, I know that may seem like it's Falcons hate. It's not. It's it's I, fair, bro. I, I just is he good? I don't I don't know. Like maybe, but like I, I don't know. But to your point, it was a draft capital. 
And it was like, man, he didn't even make it to a second contract, Ryan. Man. And someone brought up someone brought up like a good point in the Discord about, and it's crazy how the reason that they drafted Marcus Davenport was because of the Minnesota Miracle and this and the heat yeah. of signing with the fucking Vikings. Like And I got a, I got another added piece of nuance. The half sack he got was against the Vikings. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that some shit? Ain't that some, some shit, bro? Like it's just it's it's funny, man. It's funny. Um I <sighs> I jubilant when fucking the the robot guy, uh Aaron Wilson was like the Vikings make it oh. official. My, Baby, can't take his time. Hit Renick on this cut. Bye, 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 bye. Um, but like you bye. said, bro, they got a hit, man. They got a hit. Look at how much, look at how much that 2017 draft did, bro. Like I was looking, they had the 28th ranked defense as far as uh, football outsiders DVOA in 2016. In 2017, they had the Fourth ranked defense as far as football outside of DVOA, and it's almost purely from that draft, bro. It's insane. almost purely from that draft, just from Lattimore and Marcus Williams and uh, so Anyamada in that draft. And um, no, Anyamada wasn't you know, in that. No, he was a, he was the next year, right? He was, was the next was the year before. He was sixteen. Hmm. I yes. can't remember. Anyway, and then you had, you know, you had, you know, some free agents. You had Klein come in and stuff like that. But anyway, just, you know, just bringing in a great corner like Marshawn Lattimore and a great safety completely changed the defense, man. Completely changed. And it so, just, it, go, it, it goes to show that Jeff Ireland's niche by far is in the secondary like whatever you want to say about him as an evaluator it's in the secondary and i think that's the one of the big things at least since he's been with the saints and i guess a little bit with the dolphins if you consider the deon jordan pick too is like he like can he can he scout edge edge rushers like because like he's he's uh he's a trait he's a trait guy when he comes to business Traits, 100%. traits, traits. When it should be tape, tape, tape. I mean, traits matter. Don't get me wrong. This is why, you know, Marcus Davenport got $13 million Because teams love those traits when it comes to D-line and pass rushes, bro. They love them traits. Love them. I, I, I just don't get it, bro. I don't get it. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, sometimes the traits matches the tape and sometimes right. the traits don't like to me when the when the saints are drafting for traits to me they they are trying to basically replicate what the vikings were able to do with daniel hunter exactly exactly it's hard that's rare right like that's it's rare because like it, rarely I, have, it's, it's rare you get a player that's better in the pros than he was. Then they college. are in college. It really has. I it I really remember happens. watching Daniel Hunter, at LSU, and I, bruh, I just I didn't see it. I did not see it. I was just like, it wasn't there. 
You wasn't the only one, Bray. Wasn't garbage. Like no, I know, I know. Like his tape is just garbage. Like what? <laughs> but he he was like an athletic freak. He was I don't know what his last oh, was, but I'm pretty sure it was fucking ridiculous. And oh, it's, it's in the nines for sure. Yeah, and uh, and then lo and behold, he became like uh, an a uh, you know for a period of time he was like an elite edge rusher in the league for the Vikings. So every time they drafted a Peyton Turner, a Marcus Davenport, to, and I'm not—I don't think they're using like Daniel Hunter as like their example, but like to me, they're trying to no. replicate what the bike, what, how the Vikings were able to do it. Keep in mind, Daniel Hunter went to fucking Mike Zimmer. He may be old and crotchety, but he could coach some fucking defense. Um, right. So it just—it just doesn't happen. So like they need to rework and like just like whatever the percentage is of like. You know, they scored a, this in their rise, blah, blah. What does the tape say? Like, go by what the tape says and then Please. figure figure it out. Anyway, I think we covered a lot. We try, like, listen, this is probably the most um, optimistic, you know, we've been since, again, that, that Chargers preseason game before last season started. Um, and uh, they rightfully, they rightfully deserve it with the moves that they've made thus far. Mm -hmm. Um, they've been great moves in free agency. Um, I want them to maybe get two more players that addresses some needs and what have you, uh, and stay away from, stay away from Frank Clark. And I would feel like I'd feel good about potentially, what they could do in the season. Now, I made a bet with Max, my bet with Dark Saint. I said seven games. So that said, DA got to do it. DA has to do it. Um, He has to show, you know, show to us that he can, he can coach a season and have an above, like above 500 winning record. And there's been a lot of moves that have, that have looks like it's going towards that direction, but now you just got, he got to do it. You got to do it. So that said, I absolutely am loving the moves they made. You and I both love the moves they made. If you're a saints fan, um, we're not going to say anything to, to dim your optimism. Cause right, at least right now, I'm not saying anything like, this vibe, this feel that you're feeling good. Enjoy it, keep it up, and hope. Hopefully, they don't do something this, you know, the, the off season that you know causes that that feeling to to fade away. One thing I'm still fascinated to see of how it plays out, though, is is Pete's contract, Andres Pete's contract. Ooh. Like that's yeah. it's just like I. Are, are they going to do something? Are they going to, like, I know they were trying to bring him back, but like they, you know, they asked him for like a pay cut, but you know, but then yeah, like all the injuries like on the all, things are still going to happen. Like they, they, I don't know. To me, that, that's a, that's an interesting little subplot um, of something that still needs to be addressed. But anyhow, thank y'all for listening. Uh, I am running on fumes. I try to keep the energy in the entire episode. Your boy's tired, just exhausted. But I knew there was no, no conceivable way um, that Ryan and I 
could not not record tonight after today. Like we knew, we knew we had to record and um, I'm glad we got this episode out. Uh, you, you know, so most people will listen to it in the morning uh, and take that feeling, enjoy it. We might be back this week. Who fucking knows <laughs> with, with this team at this point. Um, but thank y'all for the support. Uh, I want to say that this is one of the absolute, absolute best times. If you are not a Patreon, like you should become a Patreon because days like this, just this entire week, honestly, not just days, like this week, just in the terms of the discord and all the, all the moves and all that, it has been absolutely, absolutely just content and just the conversations is great. Apparently there's a lot of horny people in our discord when I'm not judging I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I wish I could cut the sound clip you had said about Deshaun Watson that time when I, when I was talking about like the report of him like humping the fucking table or whatever. And you're like, <laughs> boy, horny. Like, that should be, that should be played the last couple of days in our fucking Discord. Um, but it's 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 great so if you haven't become a patreon yet please do even if it's a buck a month it gives you access to discord gives you the ad-free episodes and all the meetups that we have planned for this next upcoming season and the draft you can be there in person with us anyway thank y'all for the support we'll be back whenever the fucking bat sim signal goes out and we need to come back and record another episode um but have a good rest of the week have a good weekend and with that we're out peace mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.